0: Adele here, and I am so excited today. You're in for a treat. I am interviewing the amazing Tammy Billups. For those of you who don't know, Tammy is an expert, I mean, uber expert in the human animal healing connection. So if you're an animal healer, if you're an animal lover, you've got a pet, cat, dog, um, this is for you. Um,
1: Tammy, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you, Adele. Thank yes. you for having- I'm so excited, excited to look forward
0: to this. Let me read you her bio, her official bio. Tammy is a gifted sought after holistic healer for animals and humans, a certified interface interface therapist, bioenergetics, and an award winning author of two bestselling books and about the animal human sacred soul relationship. Ooh, juicy. She is a pioneer and international teacher on the animal-human emotional and energetic partnership and the creator of the groundbreaking healing modality, animal-human tandem healings, which dives into the soul contracts held at the center of every animal relationship. Love that. So she's known for the compassion she brings to her work, whether it's a healing session with a humanoid or an animal or in an animal-human tandem healing session. Um, Tammy's life passion is about raising awareness of the higher purpose of the heart in every animal and human experience, alien and ailment and issue, and exploring the capacity to expedite healing for all beings to unearth a new time of heaven on earth. Oh my God, Timmy, I just love that. Um, you and I have spoken a lot in the past. I read your book, uh, originally it was titled uh, Beyond the Fur, but I guess it was renamed, what, is the, what was it renamed to? Soul healing with our animal companions. Oh my God, and it was awesome. So um, I thought it would be fun for to hear a little bit from you, since uh, there's a from what, what I understand, you are really opening to a whole new body of work coming down on planet Earth that has much more to do with, um, you know, this five D consciousness of of animals, of why we're here, the the soul contracts, the awareness. You know, it's one thing to talk about animal healing in terms of certain ailments or humans struggling with what is this animal reflecting in me, which I absolutely loved. Um, and you have another body of work that's starting to download to you now, which I just think would be so juicy. Everybody, you're getting up a peek in what's coming up with Tammy's next book, because I always <laughs> want to get the freshest scoop, the latest and greatest, because that's where the juice is. Would you like to tell us, well, first of all, for those who don't know you, can you give us a short bio of how you came to be doing this work, how long you've been doing it, and uh, yeah, we'll
1: go from there. Okay, well, thank you again for having me. I'm excited to be here. So I've been doing this for about 21 years, and it actually came to fruition through uh, one of those awful traumatic years you know, that ended up pivoting me into a new direction, a new way. I used to be the career, climb the ladder, corporate girl. Yeah. And then through four losses and a spiritual awakening of being able to see into other dimensions, all of a sudden my life completely changed. And I knew that I wanted to get into this type of work because I found someone that did bioenergetic healing that made a huge impact on my well-being during that time during that year and beyond of course you know before I was on eight medications I thought I'd be on the rest of my life and then within a year or two of sessions I was completely off of everything and those physical manifestations had healed so I knew I wanted to go in that direction from the moment from the very first session that I received I got a moment I don't I don't know what just happened here, but I want to do this. I was that clear. I'd never been that clear before. And then once I started facilitating sessions, I thought, wow, I wonder if this works on animals as well. And I started asking my friends uh, if I could work on their animals and just see if it worked. And it just turned out to be this extraordinary um, gift that came into my world because When I started working with the animals, I could see that, you know, if they had a pattern of abandonment that they hadn't healed, I could see in their person's energy that their person also had an abandonment wound that needed to heal. And so that started my little niche of helping people and animals heal together and then recognizing their soul contracts and what they signed up for and... Um, you know, on and on and on, right? Yeah, I just
0: love that. Um, you know, so many, I mean, I had a similar path of, you know, why did I end up in energy healing? It was through my own trauma. And um, I've always been fascinated with animals. Never, I mean, I've worked on some animals, not, but I, I never thought about the connection of soul contracts with creatures because I was obsessed with me, myself, and my own problems and humanoids. And, and when I saw the patterns that you described in your book, abandonment betrayal all these things i was used to looking at it from humans like in generational you know things like that and you're seeing it within with with relationships with animals i thought was really wonderful and um yeah i um i think right now there's so many people who are are opening to this curiosity about energy um i'm i'm with my being my, my furry friend all day you know what is what can be reflected. I mean, I found that really refreshing when I read your book, like I never really thought about it, even though I knew on a spiritual level, everything reflects everything. I had not sat down and thought about, you know, what is my dog showing me about me? So um, I just think it's lovely how through our own trauma, like you, you went through a lot of hardship and, and, and found that there's something about the animal world and with this work
1: that is it's such a, a delicious intersection thanks there's millions of people that only allow animals to get close to them because of their past trauma and that's when the universe and the animal kingdom says we'll help that person out i used to do with plants is right. there, there's a plant
0: expert out there i mean there was seriously yeah. like i had a period where i couldn't talk to people i could talk to my dog and i would talk to the forest you know and Maybe someday someone will be, you know, beyond the plants book, but, um, yeah, you know, that. Oh, I'm sure
1: there probably is something like that out there, you know, and, and I'm so grateful for animals because, because I was that person, maybe I still am that person where animals are closer to me than, than people are. And because that happens and because at a soul level, we all want to grow and change and transform, then the animals are going to say, I'll take on that role let's do some soul contracts. I'll help you grow. I'll trigger you. I'll do this. I'll do that for you, for your growth. It's it's incredible really what they'll take on for people.
0: Yes. And I love your astuteness in looking at patterns of mm-hmm. reflection because up to now I was always looking at patterns in other humanoids and me, but um, mm-hmm. or events like what is this showing me? But we've got a being and you're going to laugh, Tammy. Guess who is dying to get into the room right now and be part of this conversation and she's oh. going to keep scratching at the door. Hang on. <laughs> Come on in. She wants to help. Come on. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Of course.
1: She, she knows right? it's about her. <laughs>
0: yes, she's a star. So oh, she's got energy in the room. And the no little love. Little. She can never be left out of the conversation. She wants to be hovering mm-hmm. in. So she's feeling the energy of this convo. You're wise beyond your years. This is terrible. Oh, okay. Yeah, hello there, sweetie. So, um, I uh, tell me what you are intuiting is happening out there in your work as you, you become more and more curious about this conversation and how it's 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 growing organically. And I think it's fascinating. What are you downloading? Is is coming in with this conversation around animals and humanoids?
1: Yeah, you know, I'd I'd love to. I love the perspective of how animals are, if you look at the animal kingdom as a whole, and you look at those animals that are with people, they're really the, on the front lines of the animal kingdom to usher in 5D consciousness in, with humans.
0: You know, I read a blurb about that in one of your books, and I remember kind of like, huh? You know, like I would have thought they would be the least- uh, conscious. I thought the ones further away from human weirdness would be more. I don't know. You know, the whales in the ocean, and that the dogs were picking up neuroses, and the cats were getting as neurotic as humanoids because we were seeing the weirdness in their behavior. So mm-hmm. I thought we were actually not dragging down consciousness, but it never occurred to me that they were the bravest
1: <laughs> of the ones. Well, that- Definitely the bravest. I mean, the, it's amazing how many animals get abused and and just they're knowing that in advance and thinking, yes, I can go be with that person who's going to abuse me because maybe, maybe they might become more empathetic or they might uh, know love in a way that they didn't know it before. Maybe I can get through when people can't to that person. And Say say more about this. How do you know that an animal has a contract to come down and
0: be abused? Because to my brain, I'm like, oh my gosh, that that takes
1: a lot of uh, courage. It does. I believe that all souls, animals and humans actually do coordinate the experiences that we want to have for our growth. And I believe that animals, I've see, I've just seen that time and time again when I connect to animals over the past two decades, thousands and thousands of animals, that they are also part of the plan And our higher selves, that higher aspect of our soul that is on the other side, that the all-knowing part of us and them, they kind of coordinate and say, Yes. All let's tag team. Let's do this. And I believe that just, you know, I mean consciously we wouldn't we wouldn't choose to be abused of course, but at a soul level we know what we'll, we know how strong we are or we know what we're hoping to learn and and gr- and how we're supposed to grow or how we're hoping to grow and heal. And sometimes we learn through contrast, right? We learn through contrast. If I hadn't had the abuse I had as a child, I wouldn't have the compassion for others that I do now.
0: Tell us, for those of you who don't know what an animal healer does, or uh, how, what is your way of connecting to the soul of an animal and tracing what's going on? How do you do that?
1: Well, literally, I, I will connect. I will ask the soul's permission heart to heart if I can connect to them heart to heart, soul to soul. And connect with them and instantly I'll feel their energy if they have um, agreed mm-hmm. I never pushed the energy on any animal is there anybody is anybody there said no Tammy I don't want you coming in there's been a couple of animals where I just didn't get the feeling like they were uh, like it was time and so I would text or call the person back and I'd say I'm going to give this five or ten minutes and then just see whether or not uh, they're easing into it because most animals remember energy. They love healing through the energy field. They don't have, they're not as attached to their stuff as we are. So they, they immediately will say, yeah, I'll take it. You know, I'm ready to clear. Yeah. But there are some that are a little more cautious and a little, you know, want to take it step by step. And so uh, in both of those times, I went back and then they, and then they wanted to connect and it was just a more methodical healing process which I don't see is typical for animals, but that's okay. Every soul gets to choose their timing and what they want to do. And I will always honor that.
0: So do you feel that when, when beings come back, you know, if you're, if you're, um, believing in, a re- reincarnation, um, do, do humans ever come back as
1: animals and vice versa? They can absolutely. Sure. We all have free will from what I've seen during sessions Mm -hmm. and, and for during those times when they've shown me some of their past lives, then yeah, I've seen animals that can pop around and, and, but usually I think, I think it's rare, but it can happen if you want to have a different type of experience. Mm -hmm. And sometimes even one of our angels or our guides from our team can incarnate into an animal for a certain teaching for us. And generally, you'll know that because it's a really, really strong magnetic connection you have with that animal and you're beside yourself for a long time when they do leave their body. But it's just a very strong, that's where the people will describe their animals as their soulmates.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can really feel into that. And, you know, I, I think I've had an experience like that when I was a child and um, I was so devastated when lucky passed that I didn't want another dog. You know, um, it was a sudden passing and I was traumatized for years. And it scared me to the, such a point where I did not want to have another dog again, cause I couldn't handle the loss. So that, it, you know, it took a lot of inner work for me to, that the love is greater. It's worth it. You know, I kept thinking, well, what if they die again? And when I look at myself, I mean, I lived that way with even human relationships. Don't let anybody get in too close because if they die or they leave, you won't be able to handle it. So I had to do a lot of inner work and then I was starting to, okay, now we're ready. And it, it took a while. Cause I was always a little bit, you know, I'm half in half out that way. If you disappear on me, you know, it won't devastate me.
1: Serve and protect the self, right. The heart, you know, right. Yeah. But we don't want to feel that pain again. And animals have a way of kind of getting in again more easily because they're safe to love, oh you know, they're, they're, they're safe, they're safe. And as a child, we've brilliantly put in place those protective measures so that we don't get hurt again.
0: Do you think that animals love differently depending on if they're of a domestic variety versus, you know, um, whales in the ocean, which obviously we shouldn't be petting them because it's not good for them but yet you can feel something from them at the same time. So I'm curious about how you see, like, is are there specific roles in the consciousness field of domesticated cats and dogs versus wild wolves and, and you know, creatures in the ocean that we never
1: meet? Yeah, I love this question. Thank you. Um, in the next book, I actually talk about the animal streams of consciousness. Ooh, and Give hat- us a... Thank you. yeah, yeah. Give me a couple pieces of of I might, you know I love this stuff so to, to, right. because that. there is a stream of consciousness for each species that holds a certain vibration and certainly the whales I talk about them a couple times I know that's my power orca. animal especially the orcas.
0: Oh. orca killer whale I mean I've seen them my whole life and I don't know why but you know I will go to the ends of the earth to see a whale sighting oh let's not go too close you know we're gonna bother him I'm very mm-hmm. sensitive to how they feel. Versus a tourist mentality where you're, you know, I'm going to come invade your space. I'm very respectful. We don't want to right. do that, but I want to connect with them.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, you can connect with them anytime by asking permission to, to connect to the stream of consciousness that is whales. Mm-hmm. And they would love that. They would love for you to do that because then you can allow in their healing energy. They're tremendous healers, as you know. And so that's one of the ways you can do it every species has their gifts that they are giving this planet as we are evolving. Right. So, I mean, dogs have their stream of consciousness, their loyalty, their unconditional love, their service, teaching responsibility to children. They have all of these gifts and you can tap into their stream of consciousness as well as an individual breed. And in mm-hmm. fact, you know, Certain breeds of animals, when they get kind of labeled a lot by by people, you can send in a higher vibration. You can ask to connect to that stream of consciousness, and then just send love or send a higher vibration to help that breed raise their level of consciousness. And I used to be part of a team to do that to pit bulls many years ago. I was going to say pit bulls, right? And, and, and raise the vibration because there was so much, you know, and negative energy out there, which yeah. I understand. But the, when the stream of consciousness as a whole for that species, for that breed is is out there, then they're all feeling it because they're all connected. So you want, you want to send, you want to raise that vibration. So we used to sit in, in prayer and just try to send and raise that vibration of the pit bulls. And I and you don't hear about as many, I mean, I'm not saying that that group help, but I mean, you do, it, it can contribute to shifting the, human take on uh, you know our labeling of a particular breed it's really oh,
0: yeah because i know humans have purposely intentionally bred dogs for certain purposes right you're right. a herder you're a hunter and this and that and right. um you know uh you know a german shepherd's going to have a different way of consciousness than a poodle
1: right and
0: uh that was done on purpose and sometimes i wonder was that a good thing I mean I, I don't know I wonder mankind had a, a hand in how these genes got expressed and now we're um, wanting to heal from some of the residual things that happened
1: right but but look at horses and and how humankind um, moved forward I mean they they took them from you know to a nomadic lifestyle right I mean without horses, we wouldn't have moved forward and right. and transformed in the way that we have, or camels or oxen, right. same thing, that helped move us forward to a new way of living and expanding our roles and surviving and thriving because of their work. And do I think that those animal souls were new, that they were contributing in that way? Absolutely, hmm. absolutely. Did they sign up and say, yeah, I want to be part of that. I want to help humanity. I want to help this planet grow and evolve and transform. Yeah. So do they regard humans at
0: the top of the consciousness? Like it, we're all, all these beings are trying to support us or is it more of a circular model? Like I'm thinking of, you know, animals raised for food, you know, cattle, you right. know, it's, it's sometimes it's hard for my brain to imagine that they would sign up for that but of course you know i i don't know there's certain things
1: i my brain just doesn't understand right well remember that i look at some of the animals like in the oil spills and when i was i was part of also a teams that we connect to try to raise a vibration and always so many of us would be getting that no no, no you don't understand i chose to do this to raise awareness And now they're changing laws and now they aren't allowing this and this again, because I was part of the shift. So, yeah, there's always a higher perspective Mm -hmm. if you, if you find it and hopefully the animals that have, that have, you know, given their life, obviously, you know, so that we can consume and we can, um eat them and you now you know i hate to say that it's just an awful thought hopefully they're raising awareness as well you know so that we're choosing more organic or more free range or more you know just at least going up the ladder the the chain the vibration anyway if yeah. someone's old vegan you know yeah they, the food has a vibration box. with organic food or
0: cage free mm. and um i used to think you know, but now I'm, I'm, I'm starting to think, no, this is intentional. It's, it's a ten- an intentional way of eating for better health. And um, obviously food is not my main, like I don't, that's a whole rate area, a domain. that it's, it's not my area of expertise, but I, I do feel intrinsically there's something really useful there when we're more intentional of how food is
1: raised, you know, how oh, animals adequately. are treated. Yes, it doesn't have the same negative energy instilled in the food. So it's, it's just very conscious to make those choices or to grow our own food mm-hmm. in our backyards. That's certainly organic food in our backyard. That's certainly the highest vibration possible. Or go to farm to table restaurants or really supporting that network uh, because it is more conscious. It does hold a higher vibration and that's, we can do our parts in being part of, becoming a 5D consciousness on this planet, because we are going up in vibration, regardless of what it looks like to some. We are absolutely going up in vibration and we have to do this shadow work. We've got to dig deeper to release that energy.
0: Right, there are days I look at what's happening on the planet and I hope we get there. Um, And I think, thank God for pets. Thank God for dogs, you know, um, especially during this pandemic where people are going nuts um, and I do think there's been an extra burden placed on animals because now you've got a frustrated human in the house because we can't do what we used to do. And then we, you know, you know, in reading your book, you know, separation anxiety is going to be a problem. And there's a lot of consciousness that's, that's happening with the circumstance. It's not bad. It's just a new angle that we didn't have to sit with before. And I'm curious, do you think the animals have anything they want us to know about this whole divide going on? You know, humans are just more polarized than ever. And I don't see that in animals. Animals don't know any different except this unconditional love. They feel this. And what is it that they would like? I don't want to say they, because every, like you said, every species has a different line of consciousness, but let's say cats and dogs. What are they intuiting about what's going on? For their human and the world right now and what would they like us to know
1: wow i feel very honored to speak on their behalf in this way um i can only tell you what i see during you know Mm -hmm. during my sessions and they are consistently the ambassadors of ushering in 5d consciousness and holding that vibration and are very aware um for those of you could you for those of people who don't know what
0: 5D is, yes. I forgot, yeah, we need a glossary sometimes. Can you yeah. explain for some of the listeners
1: what you mean by 5D consciousness? Right. Well, we are all, we know we're born into a 3D, right? We're 3D humans. And then every dimension, whether it be 3D, 4D, 5D, and we'll just talk about those three for now, um, it's just a different level of vibration. And the the higher the vibration that we're holding the more peace and the less suffering that anyone is going through. So when we're holding a higher vibration of joy and love and bliss and peace and acceptance and all these wonderful higher vibration pinnacle virtues, then we are in 5D consciousness when our heart is open and we're feeling gratitude, the kind that brings the tears to the eyes of, oh my gosh, I'm so blessed. We are living in 5D consciousness. So when we're not, of course, we're humans. So we flip around a bunch, right? We, you know, it's, it's one thought away, you know, from, from looking at a spider and saying, look at that beautiful spider to all of a sudden fearing that it's going to crawl up on you. That's a 5D moment and a 3D moment. So living in a, a higher vibration means that we're all working together, we're not looking at each other as enemies and black and white and and just the diversity of of the opposites, you know, of everybody having these different viewpoints. We just accept and trust that we are all one, that we all can live as we want to in peace and in harmony. And that's where I believe like animals do, right? I mean animals do this. Are they already there or are they Most of them are already there. Obviously, the ones, you know, many animals that are having experiences with humans have a lot of terror about it. And even in past lives for them, they come in with terror based on how they were treated from a human. And so there's certainly a percentage of animals that have been very mistreated and they have healing work to do as well.
0: We, We have, yeah, we have a shelter pup here. And I've spoken to some animal communicators and this pup had a rough start, had a wonderful foster mom. She did the best, you know, and thank God we met this foster mom, but it was really rough. And so I'm hoping that between, I don't know what soul contract is involved with Buddy and me, but we're helping each other. I'm aware that his health, I don't know what's going to happen. I can only do my best, you know, but what you said just reminded me that maybe
1: he's at 5D already, even though. Had trauma or say they well. really can be, they really okay. can't because they're not judging anybody based on how they look. How, when we see a dog, you know, at a shelter that I'm working with, sometimes I donate a lot of sessions to shelters, so I've worked on those really awful i usually get the awful cases right and so and sometimes they'll show me what they went through which i've learned not to share with anyone because you know they don't want to they don't want that their story of their past to be what everybody remembers or thinks of when they see them they want to clean slight things and heal and move forward right you know so a lot of times they're trying to to heal from those emotional wounds before they can go forward um with a person. Usually they're going to be mirroring or they're going to magnetize to a person that's trying, that they have a soul contract with that they're trying to heal together. Mm. So, so, so most animals are holding that vibration. And then obviously some of them are higher and some of them are lower. So as a rule, you know, your question was, are they holding that? I think, yes, their stream of consciousness is 5d for all species, but like I said, the closer you are to humans, you know, then they may be dipping down some because we, we are the ones that, you know, that need more transformation. We're the ones that are really in that 3D, you know, unfortunate place a lot of times of just the right and wrong and, and just labeling and yeah, just all that comes with being 3D versus knowing that there's this higher picture, knowing that we're all here for the same purpose of transforming this planet and raising the vibration within us and others and how we could serve others. Animals get that. They how, did already, they, already how did that. they get there first,
0: right? You know, I mean, we think we're so smart. I mean, seriously, because we are animals too, right? A humanoid is an animal. Why is it that the rest of the planet, the animals and the plants get it? And here we are bumping along in 3D and, and, and we're so smart. Like, what happened? You know, and may, I don't know, I guess that's an esoteric well, question. too far in
1: the left brain. I mean, humans get much further into their left brain than what than what animals do. They, they utilize and live from, they stay in that intuitive connected space. They instinctively know what they need to do to keep that connection and maintain it as well. And they'll do that. But we get much too, we've fallen into the material world and and looks and, you know, very left brain thinking that being smarter is better than, than being emote, having emotions and being intuitive.
0: Oh my gosh. Like this is my whole life story. Why I am doing what I do now, because I lived all that earlier on high accomplishment, be smart, have it together, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work in the long run. At least it didn't work for me. And I had to learn the very hard way. And I have to say that Animals were an important part. I also think plants for some reason, because there was a time where I didn't know how to talk to humans. I did not know how to, I could yap. But as far as connecting, I could only do that with a creature or a forest. So I feel like, thank God for them, you know, and how ironic that we see ourselves at the top of the hierarchy in intelligence or whatever, but really it's uh, the rest of the nature world is trying to pull us along, you know, and I think the only time where we are perhaps more ourselves might be in art, dance, music expression, mm-hmm. um, when we can have solid relationships. I mean, 5d moments are awesome. And it, if we could all live there all the time, we'd be, but you know, it's up and down, you know, mm-hmm. there are days were, man, I'm stuck in 3d, mm-hmm.
1: you know,
0: and then, oh, i have a 5d moment
1: and that's lovely. Um, and thank God no, for him. we learn more tools. We, we we learn more tools on how to get us up, get us out of three D and at least get into four D or five D. Four D is usually where the healing is happening. And oh we okay get, okay. We get those glimpses of five D, but four D oh. is usually when that deeper transformation is happening. Where we say, okay, I want to work on this stuff. I can see it. I can see it for what it is, and let's let's heal it. And then we have more tools to help us get to those five D moments more frequently. It's a goal.
0: Yeah. Do you have a sense that the animal world would, you know, as, as much as they're trying to help humanoids get it together, that if we all blew ourselves up, that there's a sense of continuity, like they would be fine moving on that, that it's not like the consciousness would be destroyed. They're giving us a choice. You either get it together or you don't. And if you don't, we will be all right. Life will continue, you know, whether it's on Mars or Venus or something that, um, they seem to have less attachment to the outcome of an election, for example, or right. or even climate change. I'm sure the I'm sure they're talking to you about climate change. I mean, the whales in the ocean. My goodness,
1: but they and- automatically will adapt and and help us to make changes on their behalf and see it as well. And those are the ones that are, and like I said, those light warriors on the front lines. You know that you know, even the ones where I've connected to tigers or dolphins that have been in shows, and it's the same thing where they like educating people more than not. You know, it's like, no, I signed up for this. I like to. I like to bring love. This is one of the ways that I can help raise the vibras that are that are coming to see me. I want to do that. That's my service work.
0: Mm, this is such. Fascinating conversation. I mean, I could talk about this forever, and I know you've got other things to do. So I want to honor your time. Tell us a little bit about your, your what you offer the world. If people want to reach out to you, I will also include it in the show notes. Everybody, if you're listening to this recording, I'll have um, some contact information for Tammy um, in the show notes. But what would you like people to know about what you're up to these days?
1: Oh, thank you, Adele, for that opportunity. So, so I obviously facilitate healing sessions for people animals and then I do tandem healing sessions where i connect simultaneously to the person and the animal and help them heal their mirroring wounds now i have a masterclass that i that is based on the proprietary findings of how animals and people will mirror these five core emotional wounds and how to help heal them identify them and then move them out and release them. And I do have a master class on that in November on two Sundays. Simultaneously, you know, continue one word right after the other one. That's can good of the right words. Where they are, I think it's two to five one day and one to five the next day. But it's all on my website, TammyBillips.com. For anyone that's interested or has any questions about that, feel free to email me or, or message me
0: fabulous well i might be reaching out for some thoughts he might be able to help with buddy and me just because of you know he had a rough start and we're doing everything on all levels to help with his health just like i think any owner would we want our i want him to be his his fullest expression i'm not mm-hmm. vested in how it should look but you know whatever we can do to help him be his full you know dog or whatever he whatever that is i'm happy with that so what a
1: blessing he's blessed to be with you
0: he's awesome So thank you so much, Tammy, for taking time out of your incredibly busy schedule. It was an honor speaking with you. We could talk about this for hours. This is the stuff I love to talk about. It's the psychological, spiritual connection of life. What are we doing in this thing called life? How can we be happier? And Tammy has a very unique perspective of what could be really helpful for humanoids so we don't have to work so hard to get out of 3D, uh, you know, just me myself and I in my own head that I've got help from animals my own cat or my own dog and that's that's very encouraging
1: yes thank you thanks so everybody this has been awesome see you next time bye